You're listening to a podcast from 702. Online, smartphone, DSTV channel 856 and on 92.7 and 106 FM. This is 702. 14 after 5, let me welcome on the lines then the Deputy Director General at the Department of Higher Education and Training, Dr. Diane Parker. Nice talking to you, to you Dr. Parker. Hello, Kalani, and hello to all your listeners. Thank you very much, Dr. Parker. I would like you to react firstly to the statement issued by Wits University yesterday around the reasons why they've decided to increase the 2017 academic year, um, uh, the fees for the 2017 academic year by an average of 8%. Um, right, Kalani, well, you will remember that when the minister made his recommendation, he did recommend to universities that they should not go above 8%. And that was based on our calculations around the sustainability of the system and the sustainability of institutions as we were working towards longer-term funding solutions for education as a whole in the system. So WITS's um, announcement fits in with what the minister had recommended. So it wasn't a surprise to the department. Sure, it wasn't a surprise. Except, of course, they do blame your department for, for, for having to increase the fees by 8%. One of the things they say in the statement is that uh, they will, I suppose, lose 54 million rand of the money that they should be getting from you as a result of um, the information that you gave to them that the 2016 fee increase will now be rolled into the subsidy, the net effect of which is that our subsidy increase for 2017 will only be 2.5%. Um, look, that was uh, Witz's interpretation of um, the situation at that time. I'm not sure why they decided to put that in the um, statement. It is a very strange thing for a university to do. Um, given that this was a, a decision that was made by the whole system. And if you recall the history of this issue, um, the, the um, department last year, together with government as a whole, announced a 0% fee increment for students. In other words, there was no fee increase for students last year. However, government decided to add an amount to the block grant of funding to universities to subsidize universities generally in order to cover that amount. And what that really meant was that we needed then to distribute the funds that had been made available um, from government to our universities in a transparent and equitable way. And we have a particular formula, a funding formula, for dispersing funds that come into the block grant to all universities. We had to do an extensive exercise with modeling about five different possibilities to get the best possible fit for the system, which we did. So, in fact, um, the, the, the subsidy increase to VITS has increased quite significantly. Generally, across the entire system, the subsidy increase this year on last year is 16.8%, which you must admit is a huge increase in the subsidy. And then, uh, you know, but, but what has happened with VITS itself, because VITS, was an institution that had a very high fee, and they also had a high fee increment that they had announced in 2015. Um, the amount of funding they would have got from a student fee paying that amount was much higher than the amount that they're getting through the block grant subsidy. So this um, is not a surprising announcement. It is something that has been discussed with the system 
and that was, um, you know, put into the ministerial statement um, on university funding. And, and it really is linked to the fact that um, government didn't give a fee subsidy in uh, 20, uh, for 2016. What it did was it gave an amount to the system to compensate hmm. for the fees that the system had lost. So it's just one of those difficult things. And, and what we've done um, through, through our statement is to show how we would um, uh, migrate towards the equitable share in terms of the, 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 um, the funding. It, it is, um, Solani, one of the reasons why this year the minister decided we wouldn't do the same thing as had been done before. Okay. What we had to do was mm-hmm. give a fee, a, 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 a grant for individual students to cover the fee increase. All right. Dr. Parker, I really need uh, us to go through this slowly because this issue of government subsidy comes up over and over again as part of the reason why you have all of these protests happening in our university. So you are telling us that you gave Wits University a, a, a substantially increased subsidy of 16.8% last year and that it is not true then that as a result of what happened last year, the net a subsidy that they received from you was 2.5% because they're giving us 2.5%. No, what they've done is they've added their student fee that they would have got had they got their whatever it was that they decided at that time, which is a 10.5% increase on what was already a high fee. Which is a reason, sorry, it is a reasonable thing to do, Dr. Parker, wouldn't you say? Because it was government's decision that there'd be a 0% increase. So, so then they're saying, well, you decided that there won't be any increase. You should take responsibility for the shortfall in its entirety. Well, well, Kalani, I think this is where there is a lot of misinformation in the system. Um, if you recall what happened in 2015, October 2015, on October the 6th, 2015, there was a meeting between University of South Africa, the minister, some ministers, of, uh, some cabinet ministers and the president and possible challenges for student funding. And the president set up task team to look at that, short-term funding challenges. And there was then uh, quite a bit of unrest going on in the system, and the minister had a meeting with the University of South Africa, the council chairs and the students' union, um, as well as um, the, the Nahauru and other, other unions were there, where he suggested that to get calm, we should be looking at universities not putting up these huge increases, but capping at 6%. Um, And that was interpreted immediately by uh, students to mean the minister had said it must be 6%, and they went on a rampage. At that point, there was a, a, um, a decision by the president to call together all the stakeholders to have a discussion. And the proposal that a 0% be implemented happened at that meeting with the president. And it was after that that the president announced an agreement that had been struck. Now, you will not know this necessarily, but it was University South Africa through its chair that made the proposal to um, the president that there should be a 0%. And at the same time, they did commit to um for the wealthier universities 
to also contribute to the shortfall that would occur at that time. And in that particular time, there wasn't even an accounting of what it would mean. The presidential task team, which I was on at that time, then had to do that work to understand what it would mean. So certain universities, the ones that had better balance books, um, did contribute to the total shortfall, which was about 2.3 billion. And government had to um, then reprioritize funding to um, manage the rest of that amount. So perhaps it's a bit disingenuous for uh, anybody to say that um, the, this was a government on its own decision to make a 0% increase. It was in a context of a, a very difficult situation where all parties were together and where an agreement was reached and the president then um, uh, uh, announced mm. an agreement. Mm. So I think, I think it, it, it would be wrong to, 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 to put that spin on it. All right. So, so, so universities agreed that they will absorb the shortfall as a result of that announcement, which, in your, uh, which as you've just told us now, was suggested by the chair of University of South Africa. Yes, but uh, you, you see, this is where it does get a little complex because that shortfall and amount that they would absorb because of the high fee at a, a, an institution did not get um, uh, you know included in this uh, amount so so I, I, you know that's why I'm saying I'm not sure why they they decided that that needed to be something in their statement but they put it in their statement I don't think this is something that the department would want to get involved in you know long discussions about because um, in the end we have to find equitable ways to fund institutions. And there are two ways we do that. I mean, well, there are three funding streams. There's the block grant and um, uh, funds that come through the, the formula. Then there's student fees, which are paid directly to institutions. And then there's third stream um, income. Now, and some institutions have, not, have um, increased their fees very high. We've got a huge differentiation in fees across the system. You'll know that the highest fee is around, for full cost of study is around 120000 per annum, and the lowest fee for full cost of study is around 18000 per annum at UNISA and at a contact university around about 40000 thousand per annum. So, so there's a big differentiation in fees. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it wouldn't make sense uh, in terms of a funding formula to then differentiate how we um, do that in an unfair and un- unequitable way because that just would undermine other universities in the system. All right. Dr. Dye Parker, I really thank you very much for coming through this afternoon and clarifying certain issues. Okay, thank you, Connie. Much appreciated. Bye bye. Uh, Dr. Diane Parker, who is the Deputy Director General at the Department of Higher Education and Training, quite interesting uh, that uh, universities um, were um, in that meeting uh, the first to suggest that uh, let's announce a 0% increase in the fees. Um, Yeah, Um, I would like to get your reaction then.